here I am in the place to be. Mr. K and B, you can't fuck with me. Extra sexy, extraordinary. Palms are hairy. Your mama pop. What up, y'all? Can be the sexy ninja in the place to be for C Plus Studios, and this is the sexy ninja cast. And if you did listen on January. First January, January, uh, I dropped an episode uh, about Star Trek, 2009 Star Trek, uh, the Kelvin timeline with Chris Pine and Zachary Quinto and such an amazing cast directed by J.J. Abrams. Now we're going into the sequel to that movie. The possibilities of trying something different, right? No. <laughs> um, I'm talking about Star Trek into darkness uh pretty much i feel like introducing benedict cumberbatch to the world you know i i feel like that's uh because that's when i when benedict cumberbatch in this movie like i love him in this movie i think he's he's such a great um like presence and a threat to the enterprise crew and to starfleet in general and obviously He's gone! And that was the thing. I remember the build-up to this movie was J.J. Uh, Abrams. J.J. likes sworn to secrecy type things. You know, it's like there's always a mystery in the box. You can't unload the mystery. And I feel like with Star Trek 2009, the, the mystery wasn't... There wasn't really that mystery aspect, but it was like, what's, you know, what's going on? Like... I feel like 2009 was like J.J. Abrams kind of held back, you know, not like he did with uh, uh, Star Wars The Force Awakens where there was a foreshadowing of Rey and everything like that and like her who's her parents and this and that and who are they and never really, you know, just just all these little boxes, the mystery box of J.J. Abrams, you know, that wasn't in 2009 Star Trek at all. It, it, that movie, I still say, is perfection. I remember talking to Doug about this and he's like, yeah, I don't about that then i watched uh, into darkness and i gotta say i enjoyed this movie much more 2013 man i'm getting old these movies are getting this movie's gonna be 10 years old no it is gonna be 10 years old this year wow holy crap <laughs> uh the 10 year anniversary for star trek into darkness this year holy crap i didn't really put that two and two together but I remember when this movie came out, man, the, the trailer was like, holy crap, the Enterprise is going down. It's always, you know, and it was just like, oh, man, what what's going to happen? This ship has been through a lot, especially in the first one. Then it goes through much more in the second one. And we're, we're, we're meeting up with the crew and the starting of their own civilization where the planet's about to erupt. The volcano's about to erupt and the, their mission is to stop it. You know, the mission is to make sure that they stop it. And this, this planet has not seen life outside of anything else that really haven't invented the wheel yet, you know, this, this tribe there. And we're introduced in a big way to, to Kirk and um, Bones and stuff like that. They're running, and they uh, Bones is like, why are we running? Because I stole this, and this this is really important to them or whatever. But he, we wanted to lure the, the tribe away from uh, the volcano, the active volcano. The thing is going off and stuff like that, and Spock, Sulu, and Ahura uh they're they're over uh they're in this volcano and it's too hot in there for them and spock is trying to uh get this uh thing down he's like hey guys if you if you have to leave you have to leave me i'm gonna save this planet and whatnot i'm i'm prepared for death 
Vulcan style, baby. Like we, we, I'm ready for death if death needs to come get me. Uhura really doesn't like that because you know they're 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 a thing, and that's the kind of message going on throughout the movie. Is she gets mad at him, you know, he because he she feels like he's being selfish in a way because he was he was willing to die. Like he was ready. He closed his eyes and said, "All right, Vulcan gods, take me now, Lord." And you know they're going they're all bantering back and forth. And of course, Spock survives. He he lives. You know, but the big thing, big takeaway was after the volcano was uh, after they stopped the volcano and they saved everything. <laughs> the Enterprise comes up out of the water because that's where they're hiding because they're not supposed to be seen. You know, th- this is a planet that, like I said, hasn't invented the wheel yet, so they weren't supposed to be seen on this mission, but they were. And the best part about it is when the when, when the water comes up and you got that great amazing score, no 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 no, it's just like fuck yeah, the Enterprise baby, woo! And they save Spock and everything like that. And the tribe they see the Enterprise fly off and they consider that their new god because they start drawing it in the dirt and they're like, oh shit, you know. And of course, Kirk uh, as captain of the USS Enterprise gets in trouble with Starfleet because they weren't supposed to be seen, which they were, and they stopped they, they stopped the volcano and Kirk says, I don't believe in a no-win situation. I will do what I need to do. I will break the rules if I have to. You know, Kirk Kirk is a rebel in his in his in his own sense in this uh, universe. And but Spock sold him out. <laughs> Cause Captain because uh, they're in Pike's office and Pike is like, you know, what you did was fucking stupid the, about talking to Kirk and stuff like that. And he goes, in your report, you're false. Basically, he falsified a report to be like, yeah, this happened, but nothing really else. You know, he kind of skimmed over. He did the yada, yada, yada in his report for <laughs> for Starfleet. He was like, okay, well, with this happened, then yada, 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 and then this happened, yada, yada. No, Spock. And then he goes, well, Spock's report was like, what, what happened? Everything. And he's like, wait, what? <laughs> Spock. Yo, my dog, like, we're supposed to be homies, you know? So they they uh, take the Enterprise away from Kirk, and Kirk is uh, demoted. He's no longer captain of the Enterprise. Um, Pike is, uh, he's the ship's back to him. He makes uh, Kirk his first officer, and Spock is uh, shipped off to somewhere else. So, you know, right then and there, the tension is happening. And while all this is happening and unfolding, you get this scene where... Um, I, I believe it was in the UK. Yeah, in London, in London. Um, this, this, the fam, this, this ma, uh, um, fa- father and mother is looking at their child that's dying, and Khan sets up this plan to be like, okay, well, I want to start setting an attack on Starfleet. So he gives a cure to this family, well, to this dad, and says, here, you work at Starfleet. I give you this cure. You and you know she'll be fine, but you need to make a sacrifice because if I give you this, I ain't giving you this for free. Because he works at Starfleet in the UK division, he goes there, place blows up in a really cool way too. It was in this ring he puts in the water and it's like boom. So Khan has made his attack on Starfleet. I'm just gonna say Khan because when when the reveal comes, it's kind of like oh okay, we we all knew he was Khan. Even I remember in interviews with J.J. Abrams, like, no, 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 that ain't con. No, no, shit, we're talking about it ain't con. How do they know? How do they know? And but this movie is trying to recreate the magic of uh, the the Wrath of Khan. You know, one of the best Star Trek movies ever, Star Trek Two. You know, but it, it, I would say, it's not neck and neck, but it's almost there, especially with this retelling of the story. 
And Khan just wants his crew back, you know. And that that's where the other twist comes in that kind of like, oh, okay, sure, I, I guess. But Starfleet's being attacked. And they go into this more uh, meeting room and Robocop comes in and he's the head of Starfleet. And he's like, hey. We, we got to figure out what the fuck's going on with this guy. We like he's he's in deep deep space right now. He's in a an area that we can't access because we're gonna go to war. We, you know we can't do this. Like, but RoboCop is like, yo, you know we we got to set a mission to go out there and go find Khan because that's what um Kirk says. And then like Kirk's sitting there and he's trying to put all the pieces together and he's like, yo, and then he's like, yo, speak. And he's like, hey, um. You know, that place that was attacked, that was a public record place. Why would Khan attack that? And he's all putting all the pieces together, and he's like, oh, shit. Khan attacks this room with all these uh, 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 Starfleet captains and everything, first officers. Bam, 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 bam shoots it up. Uh, this is where Pike dies, and it's really sad, really, really sad, because Pike was like a father to Kirk, you know, and Kirk, you know, there, there's this great scene where, where Spock puts his hand on Pike's face, and he's feeling the fear and everything that's going through this man's mind about him dying. And then Kurt comes over and it's just this great, like you pull away the sound and you let Kurt cry. And that's his motivation to get Khan, you know. So he goes after him. Uh, but, uh, but they're like on a top secret mission. Uh, so ca- what's, what's crazy though is like and all this that happens, it all happens in the span of this 30 minutes where Kurt loses the Enterprise and he's shipped down to a first officer. And then when... Pike dies. He's the first officer. So once again, he's the captain of the USS Enterprise. It just seemed like a lot of like jumping through hoops that didn't really necessarily need to do that to the story. Should have got a slap on the wrist, in my opinion, and was still the captain of the USS Enterprise because this was like, okay, no, we're going to take away, like, like this is the point. We take away Kirk's ship. Yeah, USS Enterprise, he's no longer captain. Boom, Pike's captain. Boom, Pike dies. Boom, Kirk's captain again. I'm like, I, I feel like writing wise, that was it, very unnecessary. You know, but it was your the driving force of that was Kirk and Spock's relationship. You know, they're supposed to be brothers and Kirk is upset at Spock because like, yo, you know, we're supposed to have each other's back. But Spock is dealing with the Vulcan side of himself. He's like, that's not logical. You know, they, they, there's this tension, you know, but it's a brotherhood still and they do care for each other. You know, he and so bam, the crew's on the Enterprise. They go after Khan. And, you know, <laughs> one of the best parts is with, like, Uhura was like, we're, we're fighting. And Kirk's like, wait, what? <laughs> you know, so then Spock's back. He's like, I'd like to be your first officer. You're my first officer again. Let's go get this son of a bitch. So they go. They try to get Khan in the space where war could happen and war could break out. But you find out that um, these missiles that they're, they're holding there, they, they, they tell Khan, like, yo, if you do not surrender, we will shoot you and shoot and blah, 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 you know, with these missiles and stuff like that. And while they're doing that, Kirk uh, and Spock and Uhura, they go down to the planet. Um, They go down there to try to get him and everything like that. And Khan gives himself up after a big fight and everything like that. After Khan basically saves them. And there's this great, like, Kirk is mad. And he starts beating the shit. Beating the shit out of him is a little, little... Too much. Um, he was punching him, and Khan just was like, "All right, all right." It was like that episode of a SpongeBob. Remember when um the bully was like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna kick your butt," <laughs> and then like SpongeBob scared th- throughout the entire episode, and then he finally goes, "Okay, fine, do it," and he goes, "Okay," and he just starts punching um SpongeBob, and SpongeBob's like, "Okay, you can do it now. Okay, you can, you can keep hitting me now," and he's like, 
I am. And he's, the bully's trying to beat him. That's what that felt. That scene felt like when Kirk started hitting him and hitting him and hitting him and hitting him, getting tired and smacking and smacking and smacking. Like, like nothing was happening and Khan just had no reaction to it. So bada bing, bada boom, Khan surrenders because he tells him like, yo, my crew, we were like, we're over, like, like, I think they're like over 200 years old or whatever, but they were far advanced and built by, there, there was something that Starfleet was trying to keep hush. So they, they go up to the Enterprise, and lo and behold, guess who's the real... Like, Khan's still the bad guy, just because he wants his crew. And this is where, kind of like, the the reveal of RoboCop... I just call him RoboCop, because that's the actor. That's all I associated with. He's in charge of Starfleet. He's the head top honcho. But he shows up in this massive, like, super steroid version of the Enterprise that, that's, like, bulky and has, like, really no crew on it. But that's what the ship was intended for because they were building it and that he was building it secretly and stuff like that. Like this thing could take out the Enterprise like that in a snap. Shows up and tells him like, hey, you know, because he released Khan. Robocop released Khan. He's like, hey, you know, you try to get him, but Khan didn't want to because he wanted his crew. And so this is basically somebody doing something wrong at the top and trying to cover himself up. He's willing to blow up the Enterprise. He's willing to kill the crew. And Kirk tells him like, no, dude, like, hey, this, like, this is my fault. I went after him, breaking rank because they try to get away. They try to get away and go through warp, and then um, that ship follows up and boots him out of space, and they're getting shot at. And he's like, "Hey, hey, you know." So then, they, the uh, Kirk devises a plan to keep RoboCop at bay because um, during all of this, before they even go on their trip, we have good old Scotty who resigns because he doesn't want these warheads, you know, that's filled with Khan's crew. But they don't know that yet. He, he doesn't want these warheads on the ship just because of the nuclear reaction. He feels like it's wrong. He feels like it doesn't... He, these should not be here, so he resigns. Lo and behold, during all this, Kurt calls him. He's like, hey, you know, can you do something for me? These coordinates that Khan gave me. He goes there, he finds the ship, and then he's inside of this big ship. So a lot of things have, are happening in this story. Um, Scotty shuts down their weapons. Boom. You know, Robocop's on his big steroid enterprise ship and they shut it down. And Scotty, <laughs> and Scotty's like, Hey, you know, the, so Khan and Kurt, they kind of like put things aside cause they need to stop that ship. So they go, you know, they're going through space and there's debris and they, they, you know, they, they get there, they make it. And there was Scotty. And lo and behold, like, <laughs> uh, Khan, you know, I almost forgot about Robocop's daughter. She really had no thing in the story. She just, she knew about the people inside the missiles, but she also like, like her story was like, oh, like, oh, the reveal like, oh, she's there. That's, that's dad. Dad, don't do this. No dad. You know? And she, and she's there. She got aboard. Um, she, she got onboarded onto a Robocop ship. Just because she was like, Dad, don't do this. And then he picked her up like, hey, get, get your ass over here. Okay. But in the, in the process, they go, they, they, they get RoboCop and, they, and uh, Khan kills him. Well, no, when they get into the, sorry, uh, Kirk, Kirk is like, hey, tell Scotty, like, hey, man, I, you stun him once we get to the bridge. Like, you know, once we get up there, you know, pop, 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 you know, he, I don't trust him. So they get up there. As soon as they get to the bridge, bam. He shoots uh, Khan. Khan goes down, and they're telling Robocop, "Like, hey man, we can get we. I'm, we're taking you in, you know." 
Khan, once again, really not affected by these things because he's super, like, and he goes and he kills RoboCop, pops his eyes or whatever, smushes his head like a tin can. Kirk's like, oh, shit, you know. So they get um, sent back to the Enterprise, and Khan takes the new steroid ship, then tells them, like, hey, I want my fucking crew, and I'm going to kill you. <laughs> So, well, you know, and he's like, I, this is what's going to happen. You know, I'm going to kill you. And during this time, the the warp core is damaged. So, Kirk, like, he's, you know, during this time, because the ship took a lot of damage, the Enterprise. And Khan now is in charge of this steroid Enterprise ship. So, Spock is like, yo, no, this ain't going to happen. Kirk is trying to, Kirk goes down with Scotty to the warp core and he's like, hey, how can we get this thing started? And he's like, we go, what's going there? And Scotty's like, yo, that's so much radiation. That's going to kill you, man. And Kirk's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pow, pow. He punches Scotty, ties him up and says, sorry, dude. And he goes in and he gets the warp core um, restarted. And he's, just, and of course, the radiation. And Spock devised the plan and he sent those uh, missiles over. But not with uh, Khan's crew. And he sends him over. And Khan's like, all right, now I'm going to still kill your asses. And then uh, Spock is like, yeah, about that. Boom. Blows up uh, those uh, pods. And then <laughs> Khan's like, oh, shit. You know. So, But they're hovering above Earth right now. That's, that's where they're at. So after Spock devises plan... Um, and after they got saved, and they're now they're in the atmosphere, everything like that, and the, the ship's going down, the con ship's going down, and, you know, lo and behold, Kirk is dying. They're trying to recreate that moment in the Wrath of Khan when Spock's dying, you know, and then you have that monumental moment of Shatner being like, Khan! You know, but this was, the, the roles were reversed in this time around, you know, and it was emotional. I, I give it up to them. And then, like, just right when Spock, uh, Zachary Quinto goes, Con! you know, it, it's not as epic as Shatner's in any way. It's emotional. I feel the pain for him because he just lost his friend. But it's not as emotional as it as it's meant to be, you know. And I'm not saying uh, Shatner's was emotional by any means. It was epic. The, epically, like, Con! you know that pull away on the camera and whatnot this one was more it was on spock and he's like Con! son of a bitch my homie <laughs> you know <laughs> um so all this is going down and um kirk is quote unquote dead so spock goes after Khan. he's pissed he's angry they go after him they're running through the city of san francisco and he you know and they're beating the shit out of each other and ahura comes down to try to help because Khan is Khan is a lot man Khan, like i said Khan's not he's a super human machine you know but they you know spot gets him and they find out that and well like during this time uh bones uh there's a treble that he was a work he was working on uh, like earlier in the story, that kind of hints like he put Khan's blood inside it, and just to see what what Khan's blood was really made of, because he took a blood sample. And during this time, when they see Kirk's body and everything like that, uh, Bones is like, "Damn!" And then he looks over, and the treble starts like 
and he's like, oh shit, put him in a cross stabilizer. We need to get him blah, blah, blah. And say, do we have any more blood? Nope. All right, Spock, you can't kill him. You can't kill Khan. We need his blood. He will bring back the captain. Kars gets Khan. Go. Kirk is alive again because of that super blood. And lo and behold, Khan is sent back into the freezer. So, you know, there's a possibility Khan could come back. He's with his crew now, asleep. But there's a lot in this movie. You know, and there's a really great scene with uh, Zachary Quinto. And he calls calls his older self. He's like, hey, man, you ever heard of a dude named Khan? And then Spock is like, oh, shit. Uh-uh, dude. Uh, that, that, that dude's no good. No, 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 no. Yeah. So, you know, and this is the start of their five-year mission. So this is like a pre... Let's say it's like a prequel to the actual original series. You know, this is where they're going to go off into deep space and everything like that. And go explore and find new worlds and everything. You know, so that's what... So this movie was, like I said, Star Trek 2009, Star Trek 2013. I'm definitely going to watch Star Trek Beyond again. I've seen that movie a few more times than actual Into Darkness. But this movie, though... This movie's fun, but it's there's a, there's a lot of congestion with the story, like a lot of unnecessary takes and twists to the story. So I, but I I still love the movie beforehand. Uh, this movie I remember seeing it and being like, oh shit, that was awesome! Give me some more, give me some more Enterprise, baby, and give me give me some more Starfleet, give me some more Star Trekky Trek, babe. Uh, you know, I, but I still enjoy this movie. It's a good introduction to Benedict Cumberbatch being con and everything and the crew going off on their five-year mission and this was the last movie by jj abrams and uh the next movie i believe is justin lynn who's also a big time director for um the fast and furious movies and stuff like that and i believe the conjuring universe if i'm correct in my brain um but he takes over with the third movie star trek beyond and that movie's much different than these two previous movies by jj abrams different tone more action more balls to the wall you know ridiculousness and the next movie does feel like an original series like episode you know so the the crew they're back star trek into darkness i would give this movie if i at a scale of 10 i would give this movie a seven a seven out of ten uh that's our movie scale wrestling scale is different movie scales out of 10 for me personally and doug uh, I give it a seven just because the story is just a little congested with a few things here and there that I'm just like, ah, we could have not done that. You know, yeah, we could have taken that out, but Star Trek into darkness, man. I, it's still a fun movie. I still enjoyed it. Uh, I really do love this, uh, whole take on this universe and I can't, I, there was rumor that the fourth film is on the horizon. And once that announcement came out, uh, they were like, um, the the actual cast was like, "What? You didn't know? Hey, let's let's talk negotiations." Chris Pine's like, eh, "I'll come back as Captain Kirk for a little bit of cheddar." So, we we shall see if there's a fourth film. I hope there is. I hope it is with this crew, with the with these actors. Let's continue this story, even in a show or series on Paramount Plus. They got all these crazy Star Trek shows now: Star Trek Prodigy, Star Trek uh, Strange New Worlds. Uh, Star Trek Picard season three babies coming up. And that's what's, and I think that's why my, my love of Star Trek was like rebuilt because season three is on the horizon. And I finally got back my awesome Starfleet, uh, uh, sweatshirt and everything like that. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm all, I'm all Trekkie all the way right now. Just, just because 
Picard's on the horizon. Just finished Tulsa King. If you didn't, haven't finished, uh, listened to that, uh, my series of reviews for that show. So I, I mean, plus two, I think at the end of the day, I'm just somebody who just, just loves watching things and enjoying these worlds and jumping back on in and things, you know, especially with a movie like Star Trek Into Darkness in 2013. Like I think of how far, 10 years ago, where I was in my life at that point, you know, when me and my uh, wife, well, girlfriend, now wife, you know, this is when we're when we first got together and stuff like that. We were really in the movies, and I remember me and her became big movie buddies. And just because you know, it's funny too. It's like I used to go to the movies by myself. Like I, I didn't give a fuck. Like I would, I would. She, on my days off, I'd be walking. And she's like, "Where are you going?" Because we both worked at a same, the same place, and I'd be like, "I'm going to the movies." You know, and I was like, "You want to come with?" Yeah, let's go. You know, and that's how it all began. And that sort of relationship, because we do love movies, and I do love going to the movies. And I'm just thinking about it back that era. I remember when Instructors came out. It's like, "Fuck yeah!" I mean, I was so hyped. I was so ready. I was like, "This, bring it on!" And looking at the relationship with Spock and Kirk, and how important that relationship is, how important they are to each other. And how I said in the last podcast with the first movie, that's what it was. It was like, you have, you, you have to have the, 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 this is the battery of this franchise is these two, their relationship, their brotherhood and what it means in the, in the long run and where, you know, they need each other, you know, they, the, that friendship is forever. And I, it's beautiful, in my opinion. So, 7 out of 10. Uh, tell me what you think. If you, uh, what, what was your thoughts when you first saw Into Darkness? Or if you haven't seen Into Darkness, you should go watch Into Darkness, you know? So, next up, Star Trek Beyond. And that's it. That's all. Like and subscribe. Share with your grandma. Share with your grandpa. Share with the bum down at Walmart. I am KMB the Sexy Ninja. And, and remember, live long and prosper. Whoop, whoop! Welcome to the Wicked Shit.